Hello and welcome to the Museum News Podcast, Episode 6. I'm Sam Smith and this week I'm in Glasgow. The sounds you just heard are from the Burrell Collection, which I'll be talking about in a bit. And then there'll be the usual selection of things that are on in museums the coming week. Now, the Burrell Collection is a museum for the collection of Sir William Burrell, who was a shipping magnate from Glasgow. And he donated his substantial collection to Glasgow in 1944. He'd collected art and objects from late medieval and early Renaissance Europe, including art by Rembrandt, Degas, Cézanne, as well as Chinese and Islamic objects. It's now housed in a modern building built in 1983, which was the winning entry of an architectural design competition, which was the first such competition held in Britain. It took so long for the collection to be housed in a museum because Burrell specified that he wanted his collection to be kept outside of the city centre because he was worried about pollution and, and so on. And they didn't find a place for it until 1966, which is after his death, when the Pollock estate was also given to Glasgow, and that's a country house with a large park attached. So the Burrell Collection Museum is now in that park, not far from a rather pretty country house, but quite a bit outside the centre of Glasgow itself. Burrell also wanted his collection to be housed in a modern building, which is exactly what happens. It's it's an example of old, an old collection being housed in a very modern setting, though some of the rooms have been completely reconstructed from their original location in Hutton Castle, where Sir William Burrell used to live and kept his collection. The rest of the building looks very modern with occasional older, occasional older features, such as an old door instead of a new one, which is not just there as a door, but also as a museum object as well as stone archways or a ceiling transplanted from somewhere else. One thing I really liked is that many of the display cases were on their own pedestals, which meant that you could walk around them and see the objects from all sides. Overall, the museum looks very good. It's light and airy, except for the reconstructed rooms. And the, the bare bones, concrete walls and floors give a neutral backdrop for the objects. But it's not a very efficient use of space. The ancient civilizations sections with Chinese and medieval rooms are on the tall glass-fronted side of the building with very high ceilings. And it's, it's a great space, but then there's far less on display there than there could be. And if, if you've listened before, you've probably noticed that that's a pet peeve of mine. Though I do like to talk about your museum buildings a lot, and I, I appreciate a beautiful, historic, or just interesting museum building. Mainly, I'm there to see the collection, and here it, it may look really stylish, but the amount of empty space just emphasizes what's not on display. You're also not really guided through the museum very well. There's a floor plan available, but of itself, the building is not exactly intuitive, and you end up backtracking or wandering into rooms you've already been. In some parts, the space has been used really effectively. Like in the Islamic art room, for example, they've suspended carpets from a tall ceiling, which looks quite impressive. The collection itself reflects Burrell's diverse interests in history as well as art. 
So there's Northern European paintings, again, with quite a few Dutch ones. Sculptures, including Rodin's The Thinker. A darkened room with lots of lit up samples of stained glass, which is very pretty. As well as ancient Egyptian, Greek and Roman objects. Chinese and Islamic collections, as I mentioned. So there's something for nearly everyone, basically. I particularly like the two medieval sets of armour that were set up as two guards for a hallway, more or less, which might have been a nod back to the original setting. And I like the room which gave information about the collection itself, like how it started and how Burrell maintained it and so on, which was really interesting. And sprinkled throughout the museum, there are some hands-on things for kids to do, as well as hints for a treasure trail. And there's more available. While I was there, I did hear one kid tell their mum very determinedly that they didn't want to go home yet. So that's a good sign. Generally, I like the museum because there's such a diversity of objects to see. And it's a nice place to have a wander around in. So I would recommend you go visit if you can. And then there's, of course, the Pollock Country House and Park to see as well. The museum itself would take about two hours to visit if you're quick. Entry is free. The website is glasgowlife.org.uk forward slash museums forward slash burrell dash collection. That's B-U-R-R-E-L-L. Now for what's on in museums the coming week. This weekend, National Heritage Week starts in Ireland. And the theme is Ireland's Industrial and Design Heritage. There's lots and lots of events and tours and talks happening all over the country and in museums, of course. So check heritageweek.ie to see what's on where, because there's too much to cover here. It runs from the 22nd until the 30th of August. Next, the Guildhall Library in London is holding an exhibition called The Great Plague 1665, which runs until the 11th of September. And they're displaying some books and other materials telling parts of the story of the plague that killed almost 100,000 people in London. It's free to go see, and their website is cityoflondon.gov.uk forward slash things dash to dash do forward slash guildhall dash library. And all links will be in the notes at the end, as usual. And now for two costume-related exhibitions. Woburn Abbey is again holding an exhibition of Strictly Dresses, where they're showing 16 of the dresses from the 2014 season of Strictly Come Dancing. Ones worn by the celebrities, but also ones worn by the professionals as well. Entry to the House and Gardens includes entry to the exhibition, and it's £15 or less. It runs until the 1st of November. And the website is woburnabbey.co.uk, and that's W-O-B-U-R-N. And finally, for the movie fans, Brighton Museum is displaying Christian Bale's Batsuit from The Dark Knight Rises until the 20th of September. Entry is £5 or less, and their website is brightonmuseums.org.uk forward slash brighton. And that was it once again. Thanks for listening and don't hesitate to get in touch via Facebook at facebook.com forward slash museum news podcast or Twitter at twitter.com forward slash museum podcast or send me an email at sam at 
museumnewspodcast.com, especially if you have something to say about any museums or exhibitions you've visited. I'd love to hear it. Let me know who you are, where you're from, and I may read it out on the next episode. Have a nice week.